Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. It's time to take a look at the sporting lines with Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com. And it pays off in a touchdown. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. And welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. It is that time each and every week we get to pick the brain and talk with Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com on Twitter at Paramount Sports. And Lee, thank you so much for your time. As always, my man, how exciting is this? NFL playoffs is finally here. We get to see some action all weekend long. Super wild card weekend. You mean we don't have to watch uh, the Jets and Giants? (laughs) No! Fantastic. Uh, and, and another coach goes down yesterday. I mean, yeah. I didn't see that coming. Usually it happens on Black Monday or the day after, but I mean, they waited till Thursday till they, they used to sack their coach. I mean, uh, if I'm him, I'm just, I just retire. That's it. I say, okay. Um, I think he made, I think he made like 18 or $20 million yeah, he guaranteed did. for one year. Yep. I mean, uh, you know what? I get a beach house and I play <laughs> golf or go fishing and then sit on the couch and watch football. The only time I would ever get close to a field was, uh, you know, if I'm coaching my kid or my grandkid. Right. So, uh, <laughs> you know, what do you what do you need to deal with that anymore? Right. I mean, look, he he got a raw a raw deal, no doubt about it. Yeah. But I'll take a raw deal if I'm going to get seventeen, eighteen, nineteen million dollars to take that raw deal. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's certain <laughs> ways I can get over it. But yeah, it's it was it was bizarre to see Houston pull the trigger like they did on David Culley, and I think that makes what eight coaches eight, eight coaches that yeah. are gone, and and that's kind of the average every year. About eight coaches get fired between Black Friday and uh, or Black Monday and and the following Friday. So uh, we're about on average. We'll see where everyone shakes yeah, you out. You got to think though, with the ties there, that they may be uh, looking at Brian Flores, right? He's, exactly uh, by Miami. So uh, that could be his landing spot now. And remember, he—I think he was the one that wanted uh, Deshaun Watson. So Deshaun Watson might be able to just. Uh, decide to show up that need to change addresses yeah it'll be interesting I, I do believe someone from new england or with new england background ends up in houston uh either mayo or uh, or flores like you mentioned but yeah. it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out but lee let's get into some action that is shaking out that we know for a fact this weekend uh not only the nfl but we also got some ufc again we're talking with lee sterling for paramountsports.com here on unnecessary roughness raider nation radio 920 we're going to get into some nfl plays but let's start out in the ufc haven't talked about the ufc in a while but it's back. Let's start off with this one. Joe Anderson Brito going up against Bill Senor Perfecto Algeo. Uh, Joe Anderson Brito is 12-12-1. Senor Perfecto is 14-6. and six. And right now, Brito is money line, minus 135. How are you seeing this one shake out? Yeah, this is the first fight of the main card for UFC Fight Night. Cater uh, versus Chikadze. And it's a 145-pound featherweight fight here. Brito is a slight 135 favorite here. He's coming off a win in Dana White's Contender Series. 26-year-old Brazilian. Doesn't look a, a day under 40. <laughs> I, I don't know if he's uh, 26. <laughs> Might want to look again at his birth certificate to uh, see if it's uh, it's on the up and up. But I think he's probably in his early 30s. He's on 11-fight uh, win streak. Hasn't lost since 2015. Um, Algio, 1-2 in the UFC. Has not looked great in any of his fights, all three decisions. Just think Brito's a powerhouse. He can win the fight anywhere, but should hold a significant advantage here on the mat. I I expect Brito to take down Algio early and and often and grind him out to a dominant here, unanimous decision, or a possible finish over senior imperfecto Algio. (laughs) 
we'll go with uh, Brito here. Money line minus one thirty-five and uh, fight night on uh, on Saturday. Boom! There it is, and I like it, man. I like having the UFC back. It's been a while since we yeah. uh, got to talk some UFC, so it's always great to jump into some UFC action. All right, let's get into some NFL action. Super Wild Card Weekend is going on. Let's talk about the Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots. The Bills are minus four going up against the Patriots, and I think a lot of folks are even surprised that the Patriots are in this position, but here they are. Buffalo minus four versus New England. How do you see this one shaking out, Lee? Well, New England looked really good for a while, uh, but I, you know, it's the ebbs and flows of the season. They caught Buffalo at the right time, got to face them when, when in Buffalo there was 50-mile-an-hour winds with 60- and 70-mile-an-hour gusts, and Buffalo is a team that, you know, can throw and run the ball that couldn't throw that night. I mean, no one, even Josh Allen couldn't throw into into those wins. So New England ground out a win, only ran the ball three times. But uh, when they played New England, Buffalo dominated that game here. Buffalo, uh, all of a sudden, last five games has run for at least 100 yards or more. Uh, Josh Allen, he's a threat running the football. I mean, he's gained 63, 81, and 64 yards. So not many guys, 6 7 you know, like 240, 245 can run with his power and speed. And uh, look at the other side. Look at Mac Jones. The last four games, just six touchdowns, five interceptions, including a pick six against Miami here. So check the weather, which is very important. It will be probably single digits, but very limited wind. I mean, wind they're expecting to be less than 10 miles an hour here. So uh, the Bills are just really good. And here's something crazy. People think of the Bills having kind of middle-of-the-road defense. Or actually, they give up the fewest points, yards, and passing yards uh, during the regular season here of any team in the NFL. A lot of people don't realize that. So uh, I think they learned their lesson in the first game here. I think Buffalo's the right side. Lay the four. Think they win this game here, thirty-one thirteen. Boom! There it is, right there. Big time win for the Buffalo Bills, and I'm feeling it on that one as well. I just, yeah. I don't, I don't think New England. I don't think their rookie quarterback uh, has this uh, situation uh, under control. He's got Bill Belichick in his corner, but uh, I think that uh, this one's too much for him as well. So Buffalo, I like that call. Uh, on that as well. We're talking with Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com, talking a little bit of money, a little gambling here on Unnecessary Roughness, Radio Nation Radio 920. Lee, how about this one, man? This game is a throwback right here. I'm excited about this one. The Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers taking me back to, to the 90s or late 80s. The Cowboys at 12 and 5. They're hosting the 49ers who are 10 and 7, and the Cowboys are minus 3 in this one. How do you see this one shaking out? Well, I mean, it's, this, this is going to be a wild one. I think two really Good offenses here. Looks like Dak is back on track. But the thing that concerns me with Dallas, just not using C.D. Lamb enough. I mean, here's a guy who should get seven or eight catches a game. He's a game-breaker. Generally, you'll have three or four receptions here. Throw to the tight end maybe too much. I mean, okay, it's great when a team takes away your best weapons, but uh, they've got two guys. They can't double both receivers on the outside. And they're going to the tight end maybe too much. I mean, not going to win championships or get to the Super Bowl if your tight end catches nine for 75. So uh, I think that San Francisco uh, played their best uh, at, at the best time and uh, did it in crunch time. They were down. They needed a touchdown to send the game to overtime last week, throw the ball over 80 yards, uh, no timeouts in a minute and a half, and Debo Samuel running and catching the ball. And since Elijah – Mitchell came back uh, last two games from injury. Um, he has over 200 yards rushing, and even Jimmy G doesn't look like he's suffering from that finger injury here. I like San Francisco. I think the wrong team's favorite. I think this one 
win this one here in a barn burner. Boom. 34-31. Nice. Yep. I like it right yep. there. San Francisco and the Cowboys throwback style right there. And you got San Francisco pulling off the win. I'm telling you, Lee, me and you, we're on the same page. We're thinking a lot alike. <laughs> this is kind of scary, but I'm enjoying it. I'm always enjoying yep. it. I always love talking with Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com. Now, we got to close things out close to home. You know how we get down, Lee. The Raiders in the playoffs for the first time since 2016. The Cincinnati Bengals looking for their first victory in the playoffs since 91. It's been 31 years. The the curse of Bo Jackson. Oh, man. How are you seeing this one? The Raiders at Cincinnati. The total is 49 points on this one. How do you see this one shaking out? So, uh, you know, these two teams played already, and since he won 32-13, usually the second game is, is lower scoring. So, I just think that when we look at this game, you got to look at, you know, you have two coaches that have not been in the playoffs. You've got Joe Burrow. He hasn't been in the playoffs yet. Uh, talented. but And then you also have, you know, Carr. He's been there, but, you know, it's been a while. I think these teams are going to feel each other out. Both teams want to take away the long ball if they're able to do that. Uh, let's say we've got a 7 nothing, 7-3 score after one, total of 49. It's going to be tough to go over. So uh, these two teams are familiar with each other here. And like I said, I think uh, both teams want to make the other team run the ball. And, you know, if they're going to score, they got to go 10, 12, 14, 15 play drive. So uh, I think there'll be a little bit of nervousness first time uh, these teams have made it to the playoffs either uh, in a long, long time. So I yep. uh, think you know, we're going to go with the under. Under 49 total points, probably the best way to play this game. Boom, there it is. It's the very first game of the wild card weekend, the Raiders and Cincinnati, and a little cliffhanger right there. We're going under 49 points, says Lee Sterling. Well, great stuff as always, my man. Great weekend of action that's coming up. I cannot wait to see how it all unfolds. If anyone wants to reach out to you and get some more information from you, what do they need to do? Just go to ParamountSports.com. We uh, you want to get involved for the weekend, our top five plays, just $55. As soon as you purchase it, window pops open with all five plays for Saturday and Sunday. And uh, you want to get involved from now through the Super Bowl, just $197. How do you do it? Just one place, ParamountSports.com, or call 800-400-9741. And this is the best time of year to do it, man. This is when it all gets heated up, right? The NFL playoffs and leading up yep. to the Super Bowl, it is all in. So, uh, yeah, got lots of good stuff, and I uh, love the action and cannot wait to see how it unfolds, as I mentioned, this weekend. Well, Lee, thank you so much for your time. As always, my man, enjoy the weekend, enjoy the games, and we look forward to talking to you next week. Sounds good. Thank you. There he goes. That's the great Lee Sterling right there from ParamountSports.com on Twitter at Paramount Sports. It's always great to catch up with him. Raider Nation, how you feeling? Let me know about it. 702-365-9200. That's the Raider Nation listener line. Of course, the Salmon Ash text line 69187, keyword R&R. This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'm going to have to kick you, you know what, today. Here's your boy, Q. Hey, so Keek. No joke, Damon. No joke. Every time I say something, like, I'm dead-ass serious, right? I'm always serious when I say something. I'm in my zone right now. My man, Bill who represents Pittsburgh, California. Remember I, I thought earlier we were going to be representing P- Pittsburgh? I said I was going to represent for Oak Ridge Court. My man Bill just sent me a picture of – we lived at 20 Oak Ridge Court. He just sent me a picture of 17 Oak Ridge Court, my next-door neighbors. I'm serious. He just tweeted it at me. 
you want to show me the tweet? I mean, it's on my Twitter. I'm just saying, like, it, it just came through as we were coming back from commercial. This is awesome. This is literally my next door neighbor's house, 17 Oak Ridge Court. I was at 20. I know nobody cares but me, but I don't care. Glad you can admit that. That's fine. That's fine. I can also admit that we got a lot going on for the game tomorrow. Thank you, Bill, for that picture. That's awesome. <laughs> throwback right there. Speaking of throwbacks, DeMond looks like a throwback. All he needs is some spray paint on his pants, and he'd be good to go. But it's all good, man. We rock it today. But we got a lot coming up this weekend for the game on Saturday. Clay Baker for the morning tailgate. He'll be at Rocky's Bar and Grill on Maryland Parkway starting at 1 o'clock. You wear a Raiders jersey, you'll get your first draft beer on them. Make sure you go out and hang out with Clay. He's going to be doing his thing, as always. And then the rest of us will be at the M Resort starting about 10 o'clock in the morning. Pre-game, pre-game show. And we have a lineup. I mean, we literally have a lineup already. We got Jay Morrison talking bangles. We got Vinny Bonsignor live from Cincinnati. We got Eddie Pascal from the Raiders. Upon further review, he'll be on the show. We got Jesse Merrick from News 3 on the show. We got Bruce Gretkowski, former Raider quarterback, on the show. And that's all in an hour-and-a-half show. All that is packed into an hour-and-a-half show. And then, and that's just the warm-up. That's not even the pregame show. That's just the warm-up. That's like the stretch. That's the stretching part of it. You know, you got to stretch to make sure you're in the mood to, to get your workout on. Then JT the Brick's going to take over the, the airwaves, along with Eric Allen, with some home run hitters. A lot of Raider alumni. So we're going to be doing it big at the M. And we're going to also be doing it big at Rocky's Bar and Grill on Maryland Parkway. Brian Salmon from News 3 Las Vegas. He's doing it big in Cincinnati right now. He'll join us at 3.30. But right now on the phone lines at 702-365-9200 is our guy, Raider Mike. What's on your mind, Mike? What's up, bro? Chilling, man. You know, I, I always say uh, Fort Q Myers Beach. I lived on Oak Ridge Court on Fort Myers, Fort Q Myers Beach. Just serendipitous. There Very you go. Strange. Anyway, I'm pumped up about this team. I just think it, they remind me of the 1980 team. A team, you know, Pastorini gets snapped, Plunkett gets pulled off the trash heap out of Frisco, and rolls us to two Super Bowls. It's just got that feel, that momentum. Man. Yes, there is momentum. <laughs> Tell is him about himself. <laughs> How about the A's 20 years ago, 20 games straight? That was momentum, D. How about MJ killing my Blazers in the 90, what, two finals? Yeah, six buddy. Threes, dead sick. He's sick. I mean, he was sick as a dog. Six threes in the first half. Momentum. It exists. I'll argue that all day, bro. Anyway, I love this team, but did you see Carr and uh, Joey talk after the game? Yeah, yeah, so I'm talking a little bit. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you know what Carr said to him, right? No. You heard of. Elf on the shelf, right, Joey? <laughs> you ever heard of Bose on the sofa? Because that's where you're going, bro. Anyway, I got a great feeling about this team. Feels very 1980-ish. What was the song they played back then? Cool in the gang. Celebrate. That's right. I want to hear it again. Anyway, pumped up. DC's got this team humming. I think Max and uh, Yannick are going to eat. They're going to be just ferocious. And I think Diablo is going to make some crazy plays. I think Bradley's going to cut him loose a few uh, blitzes and put Burial into the ground. So, anyway, I'm calling, uh, let's go 26-23 Raiders. Nice. I'm out, bro. Love you, bro. Thank Peace. you, my man.
Thank you. Thank you so much. Good stuff. I do appreciate that. Uh, got a quick text from Rob in Oakland on the Salmon Ash text line at 69187. Q, for our defense, Diablo, I'm sure the Bengals coaches will be aware of a rookie in the middle of the field. They may try to scheme screens, draws, and one-on-one matchups with Mixon in the hole. For our offense, Leatherwood and Parker versus snap count. Cincinnati's crowd, Bengals defensive line, and Boger's crew. Basically, limit pre- and post-snap penalties. Bengals will be seeing a very different team this time around. 27-24 Raiders. That's from Rob in Oakland. Thank you so much for that text. I do appreciate you. A lot of good stuff right there. Uh, let's go ahead and get one more call in real quick. 702-365-9200. Just kidding. Okay, that's fine. That you said that we had one more call lined up. That was uh, your, your, your pants were too tight. I didn't say nothing. I think you did. I didn't say a thing. Okay, all right, that's fine. I got a, plenty of text to get to. Uh, Fargo Raider just hit us up. Matter of fact, Q and Demond. Here we go again. I forgot to say the only ones I heard of pushing peas I knew was the D boys. Just win, baby. That's that's directed to you. Go check ahead. Out, check out Gunner's new album. That's all I gotta say. But I mean, that doesn't tell anyone. See, we're in the business that we have to let everyone that's listening know what we're talking about. Inside jokes don't work on the radio. It's not an inside joke. Well, I know, but you have to explain yourself. You know, like 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 Lester Hayes would say, you got to train your body and train your brain. You've got to explain yourself, Demon. You've got to explain yourself. That's why I'm giving you the opportunity. You bring like everything I bring to the table. Everyone knows what I'm talking about because if they don't, I tell them. So you want me to explain pushing P? Yes. All right, here's it. Go ahead. It's more. It's a state of mind, man. Okay. You know me, big up and you. Us doing this show, we pushing P right now. Okay. Pushing P can be whatever you want it to do, man. You're my partner, my player. Yo, we out here pushing P. That's that's okay. We all out here pushing P. Okay. Cool. See. Yeah. Okay. See. See. Well, see. See. Fargo Raider was talking like I was thinking, like pushing weight, but we ain't pushing weight because it's a family show. Just saying, right? It's a family show. You trying to get to these picks or what, man? Because you clearly not pushing P. <laughs> Got a text from the 775. What up, Q? I was raised in Pittsburgh, too. Good to see local people doing big things. Props to you, brother. Raiders. That's right. Pittsburgh, California representing. Never been. Never been. You need to go. Pittsburgh, Cali's dope. It's a great little spot, man. I'll take your word for it. No, you should. You should. Take you over there to Los Madonos College and school you on the hoop court. Man, I really, I really want to see you hoop, man. Because I, I think you, you the, I think you the guy who was out here NBN. No, I'm not. Nothing I'm, but nothing. nothing no, no, I, I got skills. Oh, I got skills. I'll tell you right now. I'll put it out there like this, Demon. Me and Little Q will take on you and whoever. And I promise we win that game. I promise you. Me and Little Q versus you and whoever else you want. I don't care who you pick. I don't care who your partner is. I don't care. Me and Little Q will win it every time. And it's not going to be led by me. I'll let him do all the heavy lifting. Sounds I, like, because I know he he D2 right now. That's right. Sounds like you're trying to put all of the work on his shoulders. Oh, he needs the work. He's a young man. He's Sounds like you're going to be out here. I've already done you're my gonna job. You're going to be chilly and you're going to be like, that's right, son. I've done Take my job. To the hoop, son. I've done my job. No, I'll be on the court. I taught him that one. I'll be on the court. I did. I did. Like, I've done my work. I taught him how to, to play game defense. Game go to 21. He, get, he got the 20. You got the one. That's all that matter. I'll get rebounds. I Look, there's a, sp- a certain time in your life when you transition. Ain't I don't have to, to score nothing. no more. All I got to do is play defense, grab rebounds, and put and, 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 and putbacks. Say, go, son. Yeah, that's right, son. Ain't about, you ain't well, just about to be a cheerleader. Hey, man, whatever you want to call it. You know, two on two. I don't know, man. I don't, you know, he look a little skinny to me. That's fine. You know, that's that's cool. Maybe a little boom, little forearm to the back. That's fine. You can you can forearm to the back all you want. Cause he got he got about a foot on me, you know. So you know, I might have to rough him up a little bit. Go on, rough him up. 
He needs that too. I, I ain't gonna stop you. Go ahead. I fell. <laughs> Got five of them. I'm going to use them. Well, you'll be out before the game even gets started then. All right. Well, what do you want to do? You want to take a quick break? Or you yeah, wanna... we got to take a quick break. We got Brian coming up. All right. We'll do our picks at the end of the show, and we'll tell you the results of last week's picks as we had a 20 push-up bet on it. Who won? Who's going to owe the push-ups? Devon or me? Well, you'll find out. We'll do that after we talk to Brian Salmon from News 3, talking all things Raiders as he's live in Cincinnati. That's coming up next here on Raider Nation Radio 920. There's no big secret to winning football. It's just doing what these guys do every game. Just go out and give it your best. Bottom line, I took a team to a Super Bowl and we won. I even had some guys on that team that nobody wanted. But we were a team. And that's what you guys are. You're a football team. That's kind of like a family. Except you get to hit each other. But you have to stick together. Do that, you'll be fine. Thanks, Mr. Rabbit. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy Q. Flying through another show on this Friday. It's Unnecessary Roughness. Raider Nation Radio 920. Demont Cotton, your boy Q. Joining us now on the phone lines all the way from Cincinnati. Sunny Cincinnati is my guy Brian Salmon from News 3 Las Vegas. At Brian News 3 LV Twitter. And how sunny is Cincinnati these days, Brian? Man, Q. First of all, man, I appreciate you having me on. It's always Q. And uh, and I, I just got back into my hotel room from doing a live shot on News 3, and it is cold. <laughs> it, man, it is cold, man. It's, it's what, uh, 6.30 in the evening here. It's probably about, I'm going to give it 30, Ooh. 25, 30 degrees outside. We, and it's barely been windblowing. It's still cold, man. Wow, wow, wow. Well, so how, how's the, I mean, besides it being cold, what's the kind of environment like? I saw you putting out on Twitter last night. You got in pretty late. You were still putting in work, which I don't, I don't you know, expect anything less from you. I know you're going to do that. But, I mean, are you seeing Raider Nation kind of around the, the, the area? What's going on? What's, what's the scene look like? No, absolutely, man. I'm about to put out some more little social media stuff right now, actually. Um, I bumped into a, a brother who was flying here from California. He came in last night. I linked up with him, went downtown, um, the Fountain District, what they call it, downtown Cincinnati. And uh, I ran into a good 15 folks down there wearing Raider gear. I ran into a cat who lives in Cincinnati, from Cincinnati, had a Raider tattoo on his leg. Tattoo, permanent tattoo on his leg. Respect. He showed us, man, they got the Raider tattoo, Raider Nation, baby. Um yeah, it's thick in our hotel, which is across the bridge. I don't know if folks know that, but Cincinnati and across the bridge is Kentucky. So it's basically I'm five minutes from the stadium, mm-hmm. and I'm in Kentucky, and the, obviously the stadium's in Cincinnati. So it's kind of like New York and in New Jersey with the uh, you know how they have the the, the Meadowlands. But right, anyway, right? Yeah, man, there's a bunch of Raiders fans uh, staying in the hotel that I'm in. So nice. it's, it's definitely thick out here, man. Raider Nation. I just said to my cameraman on the way into our uh, hotel that, man, it's going, the atmosphere is going to be bananas tomorrow because there's going to be a lot of uh, silver and black up in there. Yeah, no doubt. It's funny that you mentioned Cincinnati and Kentucky. When I was planning my flight originally when I was going to go, and then I, uh, I ended up staying here so I could do a pregame, pregame show, but uh, I booked a flight into the, the airport that said Cincinnati or whatever it said, and then it said Kentucky, and I thought, 
Whoops, I went to the wrong area. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to go to Kentucky. I'm trying to go to Cincinnati. Right. Yep. Shows what I know. Shows what I know. But, uh, yeah, no doubt about it. But you're representing out there. Again, we're talking with Brian Salmon from News 3 Las Vegas here on Radio Nation Radio 920. So, Talk about uh, a bananas atmosphere. How about that stadium Sunday night? How about Allegiant Stadium when the Raiders punched their ticket to the to the playoffs? What what did you think of of everything that you saw, you witnessed as you were right there in the press box, just a little bit further down from me? You know what? How about this? I'm gonna go a little step further. I was actually standing on the field for the uh, last oh. five minutes of the game and overtime. Wow! And overtime. So I mean, the atmosphere down there was sick, and actually. I'm just doing all kinds of plus. If you go to Brian News 3LV, uh, my Instagram page, I actually have video of right after Carlson kicked the field goal, I ran onto the field and I shot video. I got Derek Carr kneeling on the field right before his interview, Zay Jones running by me, um, Josh Jacobs running. I mean, the atmosphere was crazy down on the field. You remember? It was thick. And I believe someone on this here radio show said something about the Raiders winning all their big games this season. And, it, or not this season, but their big games uh, in, in the Las Vegas Raiders history. And it happened once again. Right. No, it you're right. once again. Yep, no doubt about it. Absolutely. So it was, dog, it was a hell of an atmosphere. I mean, I, I don't have to go back and forth with you. You know you were there. But, man, it was just, it was unbelievable that, you know, there was a point when me and you looked at each other going in the elevator, going down to, to the press area, and the Raiders were in a hole that nobody thought that they could dig themselves out of. I thought the season was about to be a wrap, and now all of a sudden yep. you're in Cincinnati talking about a playoff game. I mean, how surprised are you <laughs> about this turnaround that the team has had? You know what? That, that's a very, very good point. Because you and I are both like, man, goodness, really? This this how you going to end the season? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, yeah, now I'm in Cincinnati. Man, the turnaround has been phenomenal. And for real, for real, what it does beg, one, it begs um, congratulations and a pat on the back. And how about some respect on his name for Derek Carr? Mm-hmm. To actually leading this team to where he's at. As much hate as he gets, as much as people talk bad about him and this, that, and the third, he got his team to the playoffs after his coach had been fired, after his, one of his top receivers had been put in jail. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they need to give Derek Carr some credit for real, for real. And Rich Masaccio, he knows, honestly, if, if they lose tomorrow, his job is still in jeopardy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If they lose tomorrow, his job is still in jeopardy. But how about give him some respect? from what He, he got the team to where Gruden couldn't get the team last year. It's a good point. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's a good so, point. It's a good point. That's all anyone's yeah. ever asked for, right? Get to the playoffs. Make it to the playoffs. And uh, I know that this is the team that Gruden and Mayock, they uh, they, they put it together, uh, but Gruden wasn't able to finish the job, and, and Mayock was able to to right the ship. And I'll tell you, man, that's the job. And, and, Brian, I'm sure you probably understand what I mean by this. There's certain jobs that you get at times that nobody wants, right? But it's like, hey, I want to do this job really bad, so I'm going to do it anyway, even though it's against my better judgment. I felt like that was the position Basaccio was put in. Like, I know you want to be a head coach, dog. This is not ideal, but we're going to let you be a head coach right now for the rest of the season. You're an interim head coach. And he took the ball, and he really ran with it. I I couldn't agree with you more. And that's funny you say that because I don't think a lot of people even understand that sentiment of a fact that you get a job that nobody wants. Like, for instance, who really wants to take that job in Jacksonville? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know you got a number one pick quarterback, but of the ones that's been drafted lately, he might not be the best. You're like, it's it's the Jaguars. So no one wanted to to follow John Gruden in the dumpster fire that was the Raiders for the most part. 
and Rich Versace came in and did the dang thing, man. So he he needs to get his his flowers, so to speak, right uh, after what he did for the second half of the season for sure. No doubt about it. Again, we're talking with Brian Salmon here on Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio nine twenty. How about Cincinnati, man? Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, they're going to get all the all the love and the attention that they've been getting talked about all week long from us and everyone else across the country. What do you think about those guys? How do the Raiders go into this game and try to slow that 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 uh, passing attack and that offense down, which they I think did a really good job the first time they played each other. Yeah, they did decent against them the first time, but the rest of the team didn't. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I think that actually benefits the Raiders going into this game. You know how it is, man, trying to beat somebody twice, especially after you beat them pretty handily the first time around. Things could not go any better for you, and things could not go any worse for the other team, so to speak. So um, I think Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, personally, if, if I weren't pulling for the Raiders to win this game, I'm impartial because I'm media and everything else, whatever, whatever. But the team that I'm covering, I want to do well. So let that be known. I'd rather the Raiders win than the Cincinnati Beagles. Right. And with that being said, I'm a guy that's – I'm a fan of Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, for real, for real. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. I like to – I worked in New Orleans. I covered LSU, so I kind of have an LSU thing where, I, you know, I, I, I like guys that come from that school, and they both came in and did the dang thing. So um, I, I, I like the fact that they turned around Cincinnati. I like the fact that they've had a good season. Um but at the same time, I think this sets up really, really nicely for the Raiders. And that's a segue for you to ask me what I think is going to happen in the game. Well, you know I'm about to ask you. You already know, man. Hey, look. I do. I have no problem letting you the script, man. That's how I get down. It's a Friday. I don't mind sliding into the weekend. So well, how do you think this game shakes out? How do you think it's going to happen? I'm, I'm good with that. <laughs> no, I think about it like this, man. So the Raiders going into the game with the Chargers. What they needed to do was their car, to me, had to outplay Justin Herbert. And that means come up big in the biggest moments. And he came up big in the biggest moments, didn't have any turnovers. Uh, you know what I mean? And, what, he had two touchdown passes in the game, yep, I yep, believe? Yeah. So he did his dang thing. And this and the defense showed up. The defense had to show up against uh, the, the Chargers, and they did. Max Crosby was the AFC Player of the Week. So with that being said, going to this game, we need a – a uh, ditto performance, especially by the defensive line. Defensive line has got to get after Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. The Bengals' offensive line is terrible. We need Ngakwe to get in there with uh, Max in this game. That's huge. They got. They cannot let. They cannot let um, the running backs for the Bengals go off Joe Mixon like he did in the first game. Joe Mixon had a career game against them in Allegiant Stadium. If they they cut that down, Josh Jacobs continues to get better and better as the season goes on, who would have thunk it? And Carr has a similar game to the one he had in the Legion. He doesn't have to throw for 300 or something yards, but as long as he does not turn the ball over, the Raiders can win the turnover battle. I think they can win this game. And lastly, I think that all the pressure is on Cincinnati, man. All the pressure is on Cincinnati, and they have a young team, and you know that pressure bursts pipes, and pipes, we can say, are a young squad. Pressure bursts young squads. So I think that the Raiders or in prime position to do what nobody thinks that they can do. Right, absolutely. You're, you're right about that. Again, we're talking with Brian Salmon from News 3 in Las Vegas here on Unnecessary Roughness, Radio Nation Radio 920. And let me ask you this, because someone brought it to my attention earlier and, and, and asked me if I thought it was going to be uh, a, a key in this game. The Bengals didn't they didn't play their starters last week. They rested Burrow. They rested their guys because they already won the AFC North, so there's no reason to. Do you think that that may slow them down since they're a, a, a young team, they haven't been to the playoffs yet, maybe it takes them a little bit of time to get going and get into a rhythm? I, I do. I'm not a huge fan of resting guys. 
Right. You know what I mean? Like maybe ref Aaron Rodgers, who's not going to be, he's not going to be rusty. You know what I mean? And if he has, you have an injury for somebody to, to get better. Like I'm cool with that in a sense. But just resting guys, just to be resting guys because the game isn't needed, I don't necessarily like that. The fact that the Raiders have been playing playoff games for the past four weeks, I do like that. <laughs> right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their, yeah, their mentality, Casey Hayward Jr. said it this week, man. Their mentality is already, man, we've been playing playoff games this entire week, this entire four weeks. So we're good, man, and I like that. Um, yeah, so I think the Raiders are, are extra motivated, as are Cincinnati, but I think they might be a little bit more motivated. And I think that they're closer to being at um, uh, full capacity as far as, like, their mindset and physical physically than the Cincinnati Bengals are. All right, Brian, you done broke down how the Raiders are going to win this game <laughs> and what you expect from this game. And I did check out your Instagram when you plugged it earlier. I see you getting them fits off. You in Cincinnati. You going to try some Skyline Chili? Oh. Uh. <laughs> some Skyline who? Chili. Where they put the where they put the chili oh. on the spaghetti. You going to eat it? Don't do it. Nah, no, no, sir. No, sir. Nah, because I get it over my outfit, man. You know, I got the fits. I can't be getting... Chili. And plus, I don't like beans, man. Sorry, though. I don't do the beans. Hold on. And I got to ask you this, too, because you had the post on your Instagram a couple days ago, and I see you rocking one of them hats in Cincy. What's up with them flag caps, man? What's up with them little newsboy caps? You gotta- oh, whoa. Don't, said, don't do them like that. Whoa. 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 He said newsboy caps. First of all, I'm, I'm a grown A man. There you I'm go. That will, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> we're going to start right there. We're going to start with the grown A man. And uh, being that I'm your elder, you know, you, you got smell. I can smell the Similac through the phone right now. There you go. That uh, this is this is what grown ups wear, man. You got to wear caps like that. And I don't have no hair, so you got to. I'm not wearing a beanie on TV, man. Doing it like everybody else. I'm doing it player style. And you saw who I had in the picture with those hats. Uh, I'd rather look like Idris Elba than uh, I, than than Tory Lane. I don't know whoever the young cool buck is. You know what I'm saying? Like I would much rather be compared. To Brad Pitt than uh, whoever the the young guy. I don't even know who the young guy is now. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I get you. I get you. And and just for the record, the wife is a big fan of Idris Elba. She she's like, I'm a J Lo guy. She's an Idris Elba woman. <laughs> just just for the yeah, record, who, just throwing that out there. Women isn't man. Real talk. Like, if you want to compare me with somebody, I'm I'm more than happy that somebody compare me with Idris Elba. <laughs> right, right. Well, you know, I'm glad that Damon and this was not me. I wasn't even going to go there because I know you're a man of fashion. So I thought about going there. I thought about starting this whole thing off with this, but since Damon brought up fashion, I don't know if you see my Twitter today, but I tweeted out a picture of Damon wearing these overalls that are tight as f. Uh, <laughs> and he's got one strap down like we did back in the 90s. No. Like, dog. Are you kidding? Dog. Did he come in doing a running man or something? That, exactly. That's what I said. He he <laughs> took it back to like ABC and BBD and the whole East Coast family. That's how he looks right now. Come on, man. Come on, dog. What, 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 and then he tried to act like he tried to act like you ain't never seen that before. Right. That's what, <laughs> the first thing I saw when I saw him. I was like, damn, we having a throwback party today. That's what I'm talking about. I'm looking for. Uh, I'm on your Twitter page right now, man. I'm looking for the picture. Oh, you'll see of, it. Uh, did you retweet it? Oh, I tweeted it. You'll see it. Check it out. You'll see it. You can't help but to see it. It's got a whole lot of play. Just go to media. You'll see it real quick. It's right there. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah Demont. And they got the nerve to talk about my hat. Right. That's what I was that's Exactly. That's what I was thinking. Like, how are you going to talk about my man's hat when you're wearing a throwback-ass overalls? Yeah, he got the overalls, man, with the one up, one down, with the uh, with the WWE or what? <laughs> 
shirt on. Uh, man, I, I can't begin to tell you what's wrong with this outfit. <laughs> you gotta, hold on, what kind of shoes you got on, though? First, what kind of shoes you got on? I don't even know. I got on some Bo Jackson trainers. What? So if you're wearing, a, if you're wearing old bras, you got to have boots, first of all. Exactly. That's how folks did it back in the day. You need some boots. And, uh, yeah, I don't know about this. How you got a shirt with a pattern on underneath old bras? You can't even look. You can't look at the shirt. Yeah. Well, how did you see what the shirt was, man? Now, see, now you're doing too much hating. You're doing too much hating, you know. <laughs> no, I'm, try, I'm trying your, to learn Keep something. your paper here, paper here, hats. <laughs> you keep them, man. You keep it pushing. <laughs> I'm trying to learn you something, man. I'm just trying to learn you something. I bet there's, you, there's a man. reason why I'm the best dressed in Las Vegas. I'm going to go ahead and say that. That's true. That's true story. <laughs> he gave himself that title. I did. No, I gave him that title. Oh, no. <laughs> He's been told that many times. <laughs> Hell, Jawan Howard told him that. Uh, real talk, man. I don't. I don't like to blow the horn too much, but yeah, man. I get that from everybody, so I, I just go ahead and say that. There it is. There it <laughs> yeah, is. Well, I had only because he brought up your hat. I even went there. I wasn't going to go there until he brought up your hat. Then I thought, oh wow, that's the that's the uh, the pot calling the kettle black, boy. That's that's something different. <laughs> <laughs> that is the definition of the pot calling the kettle black. That question is in there. Exactly. Absolutely <laughs> right. Well, uh, Brian, let us know what you got coming up. I know you'll be on the scene. You'll cover. You'll have this game covered head to toe, but what should we be on the lookout for? I appreciate that plug because it's real. So I'll be live on Channel 3 for the 5 o'clock, the 6 o'clock show. I'll be on the 10 o'clock show on the CW and also the 11 o'clock show. So check that out. I got a bunch more from Raider Nation, the folks I said I ran into today. But also, also, the game is on NBC. So the game is on NBC. So we will have a live post-game show, Silver Black Extra post-game show. Uh, I'll be live down on Paul Brown Stadium, down on the field. Nice. And, and hopefully I'll be in the midst of some very happy Silver and Black fans that will no doubt be inside that stadium. So make sure you check that out as well. Well, no no pressure, Brian, but uh, don't come home without a W. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. No, no pressure at all. None. I, I can affect it. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know you can. You just got to have that positive mindset. But uh, keep, keep doing what you do, man. We appreciate you doing great work. And uh, stay warm, and, and we'll see you soon. I appreciate it, man. And do what you can, man, to learn that young buck to mind a little something, something. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. I'm trying. I appreciate you, Brian. All right, man. Be good. Y'all be good. All right. There he goes. Brian Salmon, my guy. News 3 Las Vegas on Twitter at Brian News 3 LV. And that's Brian with a Y. And uh, he is the best dressed guy in uh, in Las Vegas. It's, it's not even close. Not even close. And I and he's right. I didn't even break down the rest of your outfit. I just I just saw the overalls and I was done right there. I don't know how many people I didn't text a picture to. I, I mean, I've I've been having so much fun the last two hours messing with your 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 uh, your, your outfit, and people are like, "Dang, man, you give me a suit budget, I could do it just as well as he does, maybe even better." I mean, maybe, but part of part of part of looking good is having the budget to make it happen. Go on, make it happen. You got to make it happen with what you got. You know what? Then when you when you use like this, you know this big, you know. It's hard to, you know, got, got to get anything tailor-made over here, you know. Oh, that's I'm not tailor-made, man. That that looks like hand-me-down. That don't look like tailor-made. That look like hand-me-down. That look like somebody's uh, uh, old, old bro man from the fifth floor gave that to you because they said, oh, man, DeMond needs an old-school outfit. Here we go. Heard you were going to a 90s party with Kayla. 348's the time. When we come back, we'll have our NFL picks to close out the show. This is Raider Nation Radio 920. <laughs> Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'm going to have to kick you, you know what, today. Here's your boy Q. Going to close things out really strong. Vinny Bonsignor live from Cincinnati is coming up next, 4 to 6 p.m. Got a couple very patient 
callers on the Raider Nation listener line at 702-365-9200. Shields up. You're up first. What's on your mind? Welcome to the show. Q, what's up? Chilling, man. Chilling. I'll be quick, man. Listen, I'm going to take your lead from, from before when you said we, we know about Jacobs and we know about Carr. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, I'm going to talk about some, some people that got some play last week that had impacts. Jalen Richard, Brian Edwards, Zay Jones. You know, we got to talk about everybody have a well-rounded offense and, and to win this game. And uh, Richard had that big run up the middle. And uh, Edwards had a nice catch, that floater on third down from Carr. And uh, Zay and uh, 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 Brian Edwards had the floater, and Zay Jones had the out for the yep. first down yep. on the winning field goal drive. Yep. So I'm going to say for us to win, everybody's got to be involved. That's the bottom line. I'm going to take your lead from me for I like that. Okay. Now, on the defense, I'll be quick again. Mooring, Diablo, and how about Teamer? Okay. Teamer's been playing good the last three games, right? Yeah. Has, yep. Yep. So, and, and I'll call Mooring to have a pick today, tomorrow, and Diablo to handle mixing and things in the flat because he's got that lateral movement. Okay. Okay. And, and on top of it, and the other reason why we're going to win is because it's my son's birthday tomorrow, brother. Nice. <laughs> How old is he? How old is he? 13, brother. 13. Nice. Nice. Well, tell if, you, if he lost his overalls, tell him DeMond has them over here. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday to your Yo, son. <laughs> Yo, my stomach is killing me, man. I've been laughing all night about that, man. You guys are great, man. Hey, thank you. Know? Thank you for the call, man. Happy birthday to your son. And you're right, man. That is, if nothing else, that is the reason to get a dub right there. Happy 13th birthday to your son. Uh, that's awesome, man. Definitely appreciate you. Uh, got another call. Very patient. Gangster Raider, you're up next. What's on your mind, my man? Hey, I just want to say that we've undefeated in 2022. We haven't lost a game all year. We're going to keep it going. You know what I'm saying? And also, we the notorious, also glorious Raider Nation. And all we do is win. You know what I'm saying? That's all I want to say. Let's go get it. We ready. Raiders. And I'm still in Vegas. I'm gone. Let's go. <laughs> nice, nice. Gangster Raiders hanging out in Vegas a little bit longer, huh? He been in town all week. Come on down week. to the M. I ain't mad at him. Yeah, man. Hey, been in town all week. And, and soak it up, man. Enjoy it. Have a good time. Celebrate the victory. And get ready for the playoff game tomorrow. Good stuff. Do we got another call I got to get to real quick? No, we don't. All right. That's what's up. Uh, we we got to get – what do we have? What do we have time we for? We got our picks. We got our picks. All right. Last week we made a, a bet, myself and Damon, whoever did better in last week's pick was going to do 20 push-ups on demand. 20 on demand. All right. I went 8-8. Eight and eight. What was your record? 9-7, and seven, everybody. So you got a dub, huh? I got a dub. All right. This is what we'll do. I owe you 20 push-ups on demand. Sure do. But this, well, this ain't is, no, no, but no, eight, no, eight, I'm, no, I'm going to give you a proposition. You okay. can take it or leave it. Okay. It's your call. Uh-huh. For the playoffs, we can go double or nothing, or you can take it right now and leave it. I'm taking it right now. You ain't about to play me for a sucker. No, I just, I just asked you. you. We can go 40 or nothing. You want to take your 20? I'll, ta- I'll take my 20. All right, done deal. I'll take my 20. That'll work. Try That'll to work. play me. Nah, hey, nah. I gave you the opportunity. Nah. Scared money don't make money. Nah, well, I've already made enough. <laughs> I want those 20. That's fine. That's fine. Hey, 20, I owe you 20 on demand. No problem. You ready to go through the picks? Might scare you right now. I, I ain't no scared. Ain't got nothing to be no scared. You should be scared <laughs> wearing them damn tight-ass pants. I ain't going to split mine. You used to trying to split yours. You might not make it through 10. I don't oh, know. brother. I can knock out 20. It ain't no thing. You ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. First game up. We'll start with Monday night. Arizona at the Rams. Who do you got? Woo. 
Come on, man. You studied long. You studied wrong. We only got a couple minutes. Yeah, well, you know, I need to take this time. I need to mow this over. <laughs> uh, let me take them Cardinals. I got the Cardinals. Boy, that was difficult. Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> at the Kansas City Chiefs. Who you got? Let me take the Chiefs. The big men don't think they're going to win. Well, I'm going to pick them. I got Kansas City as well. The San Francisco 49ers in a throwback at the Dallas Cowboys. I got San Francisco. Let me take them Cowboys. All right. There you go. That's our first difference. Philadelphia. They're in Tampa Bay taking on the Buccaneers. I got Tampa. Yeah, I'm going to go Tampa too. All right. There you go. Tampa too. We're uh, all square up except for the 49ers and Dallas game so far. Uh, we also got New England and Buffalo. I haven't got to those yet. Can I get to those? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're bad. There's two more games left, nerd. (laughs) That was the most disrespectful I could be on the radio. (laughs) New England at Buffalo. Damon, who do you got up? (laughs) New England. I got Buffalo. There you go. We got got another difference. Congratulations. And the last one, the first one of the, the day, actually, tomorrow. But I want to say that for last. That's why I went backwards. Cincinnati is hosting the Las Vegas Raiders. Since you won last week, who do you got? I'm going to take them Raiders. Are you, 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 how confident? What's the score? That's a good question. I don't think the weather's going to be as big of a factor as it is. You know, it's cold outside. They've been playing the cold before. It's football. Okay. So I'm going to go um, 24-21. All right. I have the Raiders as well, and I have it 17-14 Raiders. There you go. And I owe you 20 push-ups on demand whenever you want them. That's fine. Go ahead and give me one right now. One? Yeah. <laughs> give me one right now. Just one. All right. I don't want that's not my cord. One. I'm holding it. You want me to hold it? Now nah, that's good. Get up. Get you know, up. Brush right. yourself off. Oh, I'm good. That was boring. Look at him, man. He uh, he he huffing and puffing already. Oh man, I y'all can knock, just, out, I can knock out 19 it. more just because I'm bored. Y'all y'all just can't see it. He huffing and puffing. Yeah, they could hear it when I'm huffing and puffing as I've ran around the building plenty of times. Make sure, speaking of running around, make sure you join us tomorrow. We'll be all over the place. Clay Baker, morning tailgate. Raiders watch parties going on at Rocky's Bar and Grill on Maryland Parkway. Starts at one o'clock. Food and drink specials, prizes. You wear a Raider jersey, you get a first draft beer on the house. Also, kicking off at 10 a.m., Q's kickoff, live from M Resort. Myself, Damon will be in the house. Jesse Merrick from News 3 will be in the house. Eddie Pascal will be in the house. Bruce Krakowski will be in the house. JT the Brick will be in the house. Eric Allen will be in the house. And many, many more. Starting at 10 a.m., we kick things off, lead you all the way up to game time. So either hang out with us in Henderson in the M Resort Hang out with us in Las Vegas here at the Rockies Bar and Grill on Maryland Parkway. Do what you do. Do it on Raider Nation Radio 920. Vinny Boston, you are from Cincinnati. He's up next. I holler.